Dios pequeño. <risa> Thank you for visiting Jack in the Box. Written by Don't Worry About It. Chili cheese fries. Shut up. Chili cheese fries. Like three milkshakes. Shut the fuck up. You already ordered. I wrote it down before I pulled up. Now let me fucking order it. Nobody likes being the double D. And nothing makes the position of being a double D worse than when your load of drunken friends insists on going to Jack in the Box. When they finally calmed down, I rolled down my window to find that the woman on the other end was in the middle of a sentence. In the box, how may I help you? Hi, welcome to Jack in the Box. How may I help you? It wasn't enough to make me suspicious in the moment. She was probably just a tired employee who didn't have the patience to watch the security footage to see when my window would roll down and instead decided to repeat the opening line over and over again. Yeah, can I get a... Hi, welcome to Jack... That one threw me a little more. It was odd, but I just cut her off impatiently. Yes, hi. Oh. There was a moment of static. Hi. Hi, can I get a... I ordered. No point in enumerating every last thing. It was a lot of greasy food for a lot of drunk college students. When I had finished, the response was simply, Is that all? The female voice was small and frail and sounded scared and slightly breathless. I paused. I was starting to get nervous. There were no other cars in the CVS parking lot. There weren't even any kids loitering around the 7-Eleven, which was usually common at that time of night on a Friday. The lights were all functional, though, and there were cars going about on Abbott Avenue right beyond the low lining of bushes at the edge of the lot. I tried to feel relieved. It was two in the morning, and I was dealing with a timid, odd night owl employee. Yeah. Come to the first window. This time, the voice was much stronger. It was full-bodied and professional. It was shocking in a way that I didn't really understand. But I pulled forward just as my friend, Sandra, reached forward and twisted the volume of the electronic song playing off of Ethan's iPod. I sighed. When I stopped at the first window, I was greeted by a charming, blonde face. She smiled through the closed window before pulling it open briskly and announcing in the same confident voice, "'2345, hun.' I handed her my credit card and she took it, turning away from me to run it. I fell into the drunken interactions that were going on in the car for a moment, asking Ethan to see if Sean was still breathing, telling Taylor to stop singing loudly and crudely. I forgot all about the window for a long moment before I realized that I was probably being rude. When I turned back, the woman was still turned around. Ma'am? When she turned back, her skin had gone ghostly white. She was visibly shaking and her teeth seemed to be chattering. She was scratching something just behind her right ear, out of my view, vigorously. Her huge, blue eyes were open wide, communicating what I can best describe was shock. Despite the fact that she was shaking, though, when she brought her arm up, it was steady. She handed me my credit card and receipt, leaning forward to do it. Her face was closer to mine than a fast-food cashier's ever had been, and when she smiled, I recoiled. It was sudden, mechanical, and without a doubt the falsest smile I have ever seen. It looked like her mouth had simply been stretched to give the illusion of a smile. She spoke in that tiny, scared voice. Drive through to the second window, please. I had to say something at that moment. Are you okay? 
She leaned back into the restaurant, still wearing that smile, and closed the window. But she didn't stop staring at me. The shaking subsided. The smile did not. The second window was also closed. I pulled out my phone and checked Facebook, trying to get my mind off of the noise in the car. I was used to jack-in-the-box taking like two minutes, and when three went by, I started to wonder. When seven went by, Ethan got out of the car and walked over to the window, knocking on it and screaming for food. When she finally came to the window, I got out of the car and pulled Ethan away from the window. When I realized it was the same woman, I froze for a moment. It was never the same woman. Either it was two different people, or they just closed the first window. It was an inefficient way to run a fast food place, and it just wasn't done. Ethan wandered back into the car as she opened the window. She stuck out two bags, and I took them. She wasn't shaking anymore. She looked calm except for her vacant expression. She was looking right through me. Are you okay, ma'am? I noticed at that moment that I couldn't hear any sound coming from inside the restaurant. You can always hear the clanging of the kitchen no matter when you visit Jack in the Box. But all I heard was the rumbling of my idling engine. Suddenly, the woman's eyes snapped to me, and once again they got big. Despite the fact that her expression remained composed, her upper lip trembled for a moment. Ma'am? Just then, I saw headlights in my rearview mirror pull into the drive through When I looked back, the woman was staring intently at the headlights before her head snapped right back to me. She scratched behind her ear again, and I noticed for the first time that her thumbnail was missing. There was nothing but blackened, rotting nail bed. And then she dropped her hand, and her expression molded into one of courtesy and service— she smiled that same dead smile. Thank you for visiting Jack in the Box. She slammed the window shut. My friends ate everything in the car, moaning with pleasure with every ketchup-covered fry and jalapeno popper. When we got home, everyone managed to stumble inside. Ethan carrying the last bag, eating the occasional stray fry out of the bottom. I went to bed without so much as a word. The next morning, I noticed that Ethan had dropped the bag in the hallway. I begrudgingly picked it up and was about to throw it in the trash can when the receipt fell out, along with a few ketchup packets. I hadn't read it. Who does? I had just shoved it in the bag. But when I picked it up, I realized that three words had been scrawled on the back in a barely legible, shaking scrawl. Don't eat it. I hope you enjoyed this creepy little story. I have so many questions. Well, actually, I just have two. What was in that food, and where were all the other employees? <laughs> Join me next week for more chilling stories. Until then, lock all your doors and windows. Make sure to thoroughly check your food. And stay safe, my ghoulish fiends.